Good morning, dear ones. So glad to see you today. We are glad you are here. so glad for people and welcome to people who are here for the very first time. We're so glad to have you. You who are brokenhearted, who woke today with the winds of despair whistling through your mind, come in. You who are brave but wounded, limping through life, and hurting with every step, come in. You who are fearful, who live with shadows hovering over your shoulders, come in. This place is sanctuary, and it is for you. You who are filled with happiness, whose abundance overflows, come in. You who walk through your world with lightness and grace, who awoke this morning with strength and hope. You who have everything to give, come in. This place is your calling, a riverbank to channel the sweet waters of your life. The place where you are called by the world's need, here we offer in love. Here we receive in gratitude. Here we make a circle from the great gifts of breath, attention, and purpose. Come in. Welcome, everyone. This morning, we acknowledge that the land we gather on as a congregation, where we live, work, and play, was not freely given to us. We are gathered on the ancestral land of the Nuchu, or Ute, Apache, the Pueblos, Hopi, Zuni, and Diné Nation. This was also a site of trade, gathering, and healing for other Native tribes. We recognize the Indigenous peoples as original stewards of this land. As these words are spoken and heard, the ties nations have to their ancestral homelands are renewed and reaffirmed. We acknowledge that the use of, that our use of, and benefit from this land came at a dire cost to Native nations and people whose land we now inhabit. I am Katie Kandarian Morris, Minister of the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Durango. I'm so grateful to be creating community with this congregation full of beautiful, caring, and justice-filled people. In these tender times in which we are experiencing trauma and acting for a more just world, it is a balm being together, responding to the world's heartache with our liberal religious values. As Unitarian Universalists, we celebrate our radical roots and history as self-motivated spiritual people who think for ourselves and recognize that personal experience influences our beliefs more than anything 
We gather in the spirit of covenant. Right now, let's deepen into prayer, first with words from poet Robert Frost. Nature's first green is gold, her hardest hue to hold, her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. Then leaf subsides to leaf, so Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down today, nothing gold can stay. Now, won't you join me in an attitude of prayer? Spirit of life, God of many names and none at all, may the elements of nature remind me the ephemeral nature of our days, days of beauty of hardship, of resilience, of grief. In these days when gold leaves fall, trees are laid bare and grief is full, may I feel held by remembrance and ceremony, soothed through candlelight and loving gestures. Spirit of life, God of many names and none at all, May I be fully present in these days when the veil is thin, my ancestors surrounding me, sending me strength and courage for these days. Let us hold silence for just a moment. May it be so. Amin. Ashe. Amen. Blessed be. Let us be together with words from my colleague Kathleen McTeague. In the struggles we choose for ourselves, in the ways we move forward in our lives and bring our world forward with us, it is right to remember the names of those who gave us strength in this choice of living. It is right to name the power of hard lives well lived. We share a history with those lives. We belong to the same motion. They too were strengthened by what had gone before. They too were drawn on by the vision of what might come to be. Those who lived before us who struggled for justice and suffered injustice before us, have not melted into the dust and have not disappeared. They are with us still. The lives they lived hold us steady. Their words remind us and call us back to ourselves. Their courage and love evoke our own. We, the living, carry them with us. We are their voices their hands, and their hearts. We take them with us and with them choose the deeper path of living. May it be so.
have you voted? Hands up or I'm going to put you in gallery view and see. Yes, you're waving. A few of you are not. Oh, everybody is. Oh, terrific. That's good. Wouldn't it be great if UUFD could get 100% voters? Our fifth principle tell, calls us to affirm and promote, oh golly, wait out, hang on here. Okay. The right of conscience and the use of the democratic process within our congregations and in society at large. Our civic duty, the common good, this is where our faith is bound up with this nation and the larger world. And if there were ever a time when we were called, this would be it. It is the time of the pagan festival of Samhain, the end of harvest days. And it is the Mexican holiday of El Dia de los Muertos, loving and respecting deceased family members. Today we celebrate all souls, all those inherently worthy, and in particular, those who have preceded us in death. And if we haven't noticed, because we keep the TV off and our newspapers out of reach, this year there has been a lot more death than in other years. Worldwide, the COVID-19 deaths are over 1.2 million. I have a hard time wrapping my head around numbers that large. Just here in the U.S., we'd have to fill two football fields larger than the big house at the University of Michigan, and still we'd have to fill the community concert hall here in Durango 49 times. There is a current online project. It's a COVID memorial with photos and brief biographies of people who've died from the disease. In between the remembered souls are stark black screens with simple statements. It says, 233,000 lives lost, not forgotten, not just a number. And so comes the lament, how much grief can we hold? Shall we ignore it, shove it out of the way, compartmentalize it, deal with it when we're not together? In that memorial, black screens in between newly remembered souls reads, you are not alone. We will support each other. We will protect each other. Yet how much can we hold? We need more ways to grieve, not less. Resma Monakem, author of My Grandmother's Hands, Racialized Trauma, and the Pathway to Mending Our Hearts and Bodies, coaches us. We need to do our healing together in community, and not just with our heads, but with our whole selves. Manikem, an activist trained as a therapist, tells us one of the best things each of us can do, not only for ourselves, but also for our children and grandchildren, is to metabolize our pain and heal our trauma. It might feel awkward peering into a screen, right, or leaning back in our most comfortable position, 
this kind of worshiping, we skip the places where we would rise to speak our affirmation or where we would mingle to process and recess or where we would come forward to light our own candle, to acknowledge and feel the warmth of other flames blazing nearby, where we would have an opportunity to do ministry with each other by steadying a hand or guiding an arm. Menachem recommends getting ourselves in sync by humming together. And yep, I want to try that right now. So could you sit up, please, if you're somewhere leaned back? I'm going to invite you to sit up. And I'm also going to invite everyone, you have to do this, open your microphone. Just for a minute, we're going to be quiet in every other way. And I'm going to start. So join me when you're ready. We'll try this and do it just for a minute. And maybe rub your own belly. Try that your belly. No kiss. Okay, you can stop coming. I'm just getting Not good bad. at it. Not bad. You were just getting good. I know. And rub, just put your take your hand and just rub your belly. Nobody sees that part. <laughs> this is hey, us. Now I'll go, we're gonna. I'll go ahead and mute you all. <laughs> Tim's still doing it. This is us healing in community, getting started anyway, resonating with each other, being willing. Resma Menachem believes in today's America we tend to think of healing as something binary. Either we're broken or we're healed from that brokenness. But that's not how healing operates. And it's almost never how human growth works. More often, healing and growth take place on a continuum with innumerable points between utter brokenness and total health. When I've been in Boston, there have been times when I felt powerfully connected. At King's Chapel, the very old Unitarian Universalist church that has an Anglican history, on their yard in the center of the city is the oldest burying ground, originally where white Puritans were buried, It belongs to the city now, land that was taken from indigenous people of Massachusetts. Right in the middle of a bustling downtown, rows and rows of slate slabs with 17th century death heads. I want to show it to you. Hang on. Right there. 
right in the middle of the city, right next to King's Chapel. All of these slate slabs, many of them from the 17th century with uh, depicted with um, what are called death heads, uh, a skull in the middle with wings. This burying ground receives thousands of visitors every year. with markers that range in dates from 1630 to 1841. What would it mean to walk through these grounds, iron fences separating the grounds from sidewalks, imagining these ancestors of 300 to 400 years ago, or our relatives from just this year, just this month, these last days, those who we've loved and who've reminded us of our own mortality. What have we lost? What has this time cost us? Whether it is persuasion or innocence or imagination, go ahead and type in the chat just one word. What have you lost? What thing have you lost? This year, more than any time in my life, I've been more connected to my own mortality. COVID, the racial reckoning, wildfires bringing climate change face on, these conditions have reminded me of what needs repair and healing, of love that has infused so many lives. Poet William Blake's words frequently cross my mind. Joy and woe are woven fine, a clothing for the soul divine. Under every grief and pine runs a joy with silken twine. This is a time for grieving and a time for healing. We will not be finished next Wednesday. This is a season for healing, and this season may be a long one. May our joys sustain us. May our continued connections, this community of love and ever-growing truth hold us as we heal our woes. I love you. May it be so. Amen. Ashe. Blessed be. As you go, every soul, every precious soul makes up our beautiful world. Every nation, and this week, this nation in particular, needs our prayers for a vision of truth. 
to side with love and justice and to keep on until that day arrives. Amen. Blessed be.